You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. Woo! Hello, welcome. Hey! Woohoo! This is the podcast that look, takes a look at some of your cult favorite cult films as an alcoholic beverage. Me. It shows us someone who's not seen it. That's me. And then we talk about it. We sure do. Uh, yep. This week we're talking the 1984 classic and a cult classic. This is kind of a merging of the two. Mm-hmm. Classic on classic on Ghostbusters. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by, as always, your lady of libations, Stephanie. Justina, your angelical jester. She, she who knows, knows no movies. movies. Admiral. At your service. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you can uh, listen to us and like uh, and rate on any of your favorite podcast apps. Uh, mm-hmm. I suggest Apple, uh, but giving us a rating does help us out. Uh, you can join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash cantina. We'll talk to you. We play games and stuff up there, too. Uh, and uh, please, uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't done it yet, please subscribe to our YouTube. You can watch our smiling faces. <laughs> and we got oh, uh, at uh, youtube.com slash Mopcast Network, yep. as it shows on the screen. And in the back there, we got uh, producer Caleb doing his thing. Hey, everybody. Hi. How's it going, Welcome producer Caleb? All right. He's all fancy tonight. Yes, Notice he's all dressed up. Like I showed up in just like a t-shirt. <laughs> I've got a sweatshirt on. I mean, Caleb like was like, I'm going to be looking real nice. Okay. He went to a dinner and got like a free jello shot, so he's feeling great. I'm right. so sorry. <laughs> they had jello shots here? Uh, it was a gift. <laughs> you were it's gifted a, gift a jello giving. shot? I'm, I'm like, you were gifted a jello shot? Yeah. Just one? By one, by one, one of my co one of my coworkers, they bought the like the pre packet jello shots. Oh, I see. And uh, it's in the gift bag along with some other stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, I was about to say uh, the other like thing, they're like jello shots. Christmas, one. You yeah. get one. I get one, please. One. The, the <laughs> other thing yeah. they gave me, which I think could be useful not just for watching stuff, but also filming, they got the one of those neck uh phone carriers where you can just watch you put your phone on the thing. That's fun. And so I think that could be good for both watching stuff and also oh, that's filming. Cool. Because cool. cool. then you've got a little mount. When I was um, in New Orleans one time, I loaded up this like little small size, you know, soft cooler with a you know the strap yeah. full of Jello shots mm-hmm. and just passed them out randomly to strangers. Uh, was that uh, <laughs> pre-pandemic? Yes, ma'am. I don't know if that would be something that. <laughs> no, I would probably show New Orleans yeah. is hardcore yes, right now with their yeah. with their rules and stuff. So, and um, but it was. I thought it was just. I was like the Jello shot fairy, just passing them out. <laughs> That's, That's fun. That's um, fun. No, you got to just give. Speaking of New Orleans, you and I are going in a couple of weeks. We are going weeks, to actually. New Orleans. Like, like is that something. the thing that just recently came up? Yeah. Right. Yeah. In the so group? Uh, right. Yeah, so okay. uh, Stephanie, as we know. Is a huge Kevin Smith fan. Huge, huge, and I, I like Kevin Smith. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm a fan. I am not you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a mega fan. He's all right. He's and, okay. And so, um, Kevin Smith is doing a convention appearance at uh, the Fan Expo New Orleans to support for Clerks Three. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, at first it was him and Jason Mewes. Now it's him, Jason, Brian, Jeff, the whole yeah, it's group. All of it's them. like like five or six people are coming for this thing. It's gonna. Are be you great. gonna cry? Am I going to cry? No. Well, I'm not a crier. Yeah. I didn't cry when I saw Jason Momoa. Okay. Well, if you didn't person. cry for him, yeah. then you probably not going to cry I for was, him. I was, you know, like, you know, like a little schoolgirl or right. something. But, you know. So, um, so, uh, but there, him and Jason Mewes was also doing like a special show that night. That's cool. Kind of like a podcast like we're mm-hmm. doing. And so uh, I got his tickets to go see that. And then uh, I got an autograph 
uh, and she got a photo. I'm probably gonna do a photo too. I only get one. I can only get one photo at the time. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go back and see if I can get another fo- photo on Wednesday. That'd be great. But uh, the reason why I got the autograph because I already have his autograph, so I don't really need another autograph. Yeah. However, you. This I is, also have his autograph. This, this is thing. a this. Actually, we got the same the right. same way. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, um, the um, but it's a meeting greet, so I get to talk to him for a second. And I just I like yoga hosers. I like that movie a I lot. Know. It's funny. It's silly. You know I'm going to walk up there with you. Right. Okay. And and he's like, it's his worst movie. He dogs it all the time. And I keep going, if you're at least going to say it's shitty, can you just be like, it's a shitty movie, but Scotty likes it? Yeah. <laughs> I just need you to say, but Scotty likes it? Right. And it doesn't, it don't have to explain who I am. Just be like, one guy likes it. Scotty we, likes yeah. it. We giggled yeah. all the way through we it. To, it. I've I, seen it like I three or four times. Funny. It's on Netflix or it was for a long time. I've seen it a few times. It is... It's dumb as hell. It's dumb as hell, but it's great. I've never heard of this. So it's about <laughs> it's about Nazi sausages, right? In Canada, in Canada, right? And they they attack. They come this, to life. They, they attack this convenience store that are run by these two young girls who happen to be uh, Kevin Smith's daughter and Johnny Depp's daughter. Like in real life. In, in real life. life. Yeah. Okay. And so then sausages. And, right, and then Nazi, so- Nazi sausages. Nazi so- German German brought Nazi Bra- words. Bratwurst come words, to life. Life. That are played by Kevin Smith, which are funny as shit. I laugh my ass off. It was, it is hilarious. We saw it in theaters. Like, it's, it's dumb, but it's great. I hate how much he dogs it with his daughter being in it. Like, have like a little Mm. bit of, well, it was like, oh, she's going to go make more money than he's ever. Yeah, she's off to be in this star. She's going to, she's, yeah. He, and he knows it too. He's like, baby, just go off. She just moved out of the house. So that's where they're empty nesters. Bye. Yeah. Bye, child. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but so we're going to New Orleans in a few. Um, it's like three weeks, isn't, or yeah, it's like no second week in January, so about a month. Yeah, it's about a month. So it's going to be great. I can't wait. Uh, we have talked about that. Go, go, go figure out like how much we're going to do of that convention too. There's a lot of people there. Yeah, I was just well. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, it later. We'll talk about it later. All right, let's get into the show because there's a lot to talk oh, about yeah. today. So let me start with my part. Uh, Ghostbusters 1984 directed mm-hmm. by Ivan Reitman written by Dan Aykroyd Harold Ramis with a lot of help from Rick Moranis during the production uh, stars Bill Murray as Peter Vinkman Dan Aykroyd as Ray Stance Bill Her- fucking Murray right Harold Ramis there's some funny stuff about that Harold Ramis as D- Egon Spengler uh, Eddie Hudson as Winston Zedmore uh, Sigourney Weaver as Dana Barrett Rick Moranis as Louis Tully and Annie Potts as Janine Mel- uh, Melnitz uh Justina. Present. Do you have any fun facts for us? I a frog in my throat. What year is this again? 1984. <laughs> I have a fear that I feel I'm like we've show done up. this year before. We have not. We have not. Oh. Nope. This is nice. That's why I write them down. Yep. <laughs> because I was like, 84. Have we we've never done a, done a movie from 84, though? We have. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, not yeah. since I've been doing the yeah. fun so. So, so I know how the end of the show is already going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Okie doke. So, so I'm already, I'm already prepared. <laughs> but you love us. I do. That's why we do the show. <laughs> All right. Welcome to 1984. This is the year. Which is a book. <clears throat> it is. This is the year when the Boston Beer Company, makers of Samuel Adams Beer, was founded. Oh, really? Go Sam Adams. Yeah, All right. That's when it was founded. Right. It is also when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles first appeared in comic books. Yes. Yep. And in 1987, the first cartoons appeared. So that's fun. Nice. Um, uh, this is also the year that American Kim Coberly, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. I don't know if you're still alive, but if I did, I'm sorry. <laughs> she hula hooped for 72 hours straight in October oh, wow. of 1984. I would have died. Things. I would have died as well. So she might not so, be alive anymore. So 
continuously does she get breaks? Sometimes they get breaks for that stuff. They would have to pee, I would think. Right. I'm going to have to look into it. I mean, surely you can't physically I don't know, just do that. Hours. We'll have to do some follow up on that. You can do a catheter. You can put a hose up in there. And, Whoa. You know. <laughs> but if you got a cath stuff, I like you, the horrifying well look hula-hoop? you just gave me. But it's going to like throw just off her a hose up in there, you know. Like every time she's got to practice, she's got to cath herself right. uh, to get used to it. Right. And then right. W- wouldn't the cath get in the way of the hula hoop? That's what I'm saying. I guess like you would have to, you just have to <laughs> drop the bag right in between your legs. So when you're like Lose doing your looping, a little bit and step on it and pull yeah. it out. You got to be careful. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Child. All right. <laughs> that may have been <laughs> a disastrous experience. Um, also, let's uh, step into the. Could be a thick ass diaper. Just it keep absorbing. <laughs> <laughs> We're still on the urination <laughs> issue. Please continue. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to solve the problem. I just think it's kind of fascinating that that's what Scotty's thinking about right now. She might have to go number two as well, Scotty. <laughs> Remind me to tell you well, something funny okay. about my day to day. Okay, before that though. Before, before that though. <laughs> okay, so David Blaine, the famous um, magician, illusionist, illusionist magician, right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the magician's happen. things he does is like endurance stuff. So like, right. like he'll like stay in a glass coffin for like a week or whatever. And so Jeez. he doesn't poop though, because uh, he like it, like before he he gets in there he does a diet so he doesn't have to. He does it like a like colon a cleanse, like, yeah, like, a colon cleanse. Right, right. But, the, but like, and then he doesn't take enough like food into that he would have to generate that stuff. Right. And so she pro- probably did something similar. I would imagine. But no, because she wouldn't have any energy then to who oh, yeah. for the 72 hours. It's one thing to lay protein. in a coffin. You're right. Yeah. But You're right. Whereas in this case, you would need like the protein and so all that. So she'd have to have Which breaks. would make you need yeah. to. They'd have to give her breaks. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, she's looking it up. Uh, uh, isn't that rules. what producer Kayla oh, was the rule, There was rules. <laughs> I was trying, but it was. <laughs> okay. So she's notated for being out of the hula hoop records. She's the. What number is she? One, two, three, four. She's a six. The top one is, I don't know. No, because that, oh, that's going backwards. I'm so sorry. She's the third. The top one was 100 hours. Okay, okay. so the record for, uh, no, the rules. The record is for continuous oh. revolution mm-hmm. of a hula hoop. A standard size and weight hula hoop must be used. The hoop must be revolved between the shoulders and hips. If the hoop passes above the shoulders, the attempt is ended. If the hoop passes below the hips, the competitor has 30 seconds in which to try to recover it without using his, her hands or arms. <laughs> okay. Holy moly. If the hoop is not revolving above the hips within 30 seconds, the attempt is ended. If the hoop passes below the knees and or touches the ground, the attempt is ended. Once the hoop has begun to spin, the hands of the competitor must not touch the hoop. If the challenger touches the hoop with his, her hands, the attempt is ended. Rest breaks of five minutes per hour are allowed. Okay. Breaks can be accumulated. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Four completed hours allows a break of 20 minutes to be taken. So what you could do is go four straight hours and you get 20 minutes. Okay. So you you earn five minutes every hour. No person under the age of 14 may compete, guys. Her hips don't lie. Her hips don't lie. (laughs) Okay, so All right, now thank we you that solves asking. the pee problem. Now we, into it. Yep. Now we look. Right, well, I have to hoop for five hours, so I'm I get sorry. a 25-minute break. You had a story. I, we... No, it just, you know, with us talking about... <laughs> We're talking about pee breaks? With the pee breaks, but oh. it wasn't the pee breaks per se. The catheter is what made me think about it. So I sponsored a whole, you know, 
on here. She and was working had, at a golf and I, tournament. We and I could because I just heard I sponsored a hole. I had a golf tournament. I was at a golf tournament today, and I sponsored a hole. But they put the signs out, and I didn't know where they put it. So I'm literally driving around the golf course. Has anybody seen my hole? Yeah, anybody I, seen I my hole? I believe that. That makes this moment a little bit funnier, too. With I sponsored a hole. Right. Has anybody yeah. seen it? Has anybody seen my <laughs> hole? We're going to have to sponsor a hole next time. I didn't know you could sponsor holes. We should totally do a thing. We should, all, cool. we should totally do it. It was only 50 and bucks. And we could oh, all yeah, yeah, yeah. join in the golf cart ride with her. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> that would be great. Because I would just think I'm all right from Caddyshack the whole damn time. We could have <laughs> made like jello shots. And, and took a soft right. cooler. <laughs> just pass them out randomly me. to just people quick, on the golf course. When he said he had a Jello shot, I definitely pictured a little tiny homemade one. Yeah, and exactly. And then he said something about like gift. the pre-made, and I was like, that makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah. But I was like, you just get this one I container. I thought BJ's had Jello shops. Now I'm like, go BJ's. We're going to BJ's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good. Let's go back. Um, would you like to guess this time? The title is Sex Symbols, Leading Men. And Hollywood hunks. Okay. And there are one, two, three, four, five from 1984. God, in 84. Um, Tom Selleck. No. One day it will be Tom Selleck. Who uses that? It's like me and Toy Story. This is 1980, right? This is 84. And I'm thinking he's still hot as balls in 84. (laughs) But it would have been like at the peak. So when did he become hot as balls? I don't remember. Not still. We'll just keep going. We'll find out. Okay. I would say Magnum P.I. starts in 82. So let's you know, be probably in 82. You realize uh, that when we do an 82 movie, I won't remember She that. won't. Yeah. She'll throw it on everybody else. Uh, <laughs> Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Uh, no. Right. Conan was post that. So well, yeah, but Terminator was that no. year. Yeah, but he's uh, not sexy in Terminator. Like, he's not. He's all up. He's and scary, man. man. First, he's first Terminator. Sexy. I mean, I don't know what you're into. I mean, the bikes and leather chains and stuff. But, but he, when he comes out of the... <laughs> when he first arrives, I when he's naked, we talk about when he's naked. Yeah, he's like when he's okay. when he's okay. naked. First of all, when he comes out of the lava. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's think. Um, um, young hmm. stars in the Kurt Russell. No. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to think of like in the '80s. Um, um, Rick Springfield. No. See, I was thinking Rick's being thrilled too. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Mark here. Harmon. No. I think one of these might be a repeat. Robert Redford. Uh, actually, so more than one. So, yes, that's one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because they, they still think he's sexy. Right? Yeah. I guess. Okay. Um, it's one of the Michaels. Mike, it's not Michael Landon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is, I think Michael was the one we struggled with last. Yeah. Michael Michael Caine. No, no, we're Michael doing it all Caine. over again. This is how Co- Scotty feels. Michael. To, yep, yeah. it was last week's. It was the Michael from last week. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> last time. Michael from last week. It was the Michael from last time. Michael. Michael. Somebody. It wasn't Michael Keaton because we we. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to remember. No. The um. It's not. I think if I remember correctly, it's not an actor. Oh, possibly. This might have been the weird one. Oh, the one from NXS? I uh, don't know. Uh, yeah. Um, Michael Hutchinson. Yes. Thank okay. you. Hey. Thank you. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Hutchinson. I did Hutchins. remember yeah. something. Hutchins. It's a miracle. It's Vanessa Hutchinson, Michael Hutchinson. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, um, let me think. Tony Danza. No. Would you like me to try to give <laughs> Angela based off of movies? Yes. 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 Okay. 
pottery. Oh, oh Patrick Swayze. 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 Yes, I did what's, one. What's... Yeah. Red Dawn? Uh, yeah, Red Dawn is 84. Outsiders, too? Oh, outsiders. 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 outsiders was 83. Yeah, yeah, so yeah that's but right. it would have been. Right. Red Dawn or Outsiders, you're right. Okay, so I know this one. I uh-huh. can't think of anything that he's in, but <laughs> I know him. So I'm going to guess. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like he's done movies similar to Gladiator or something of that nature. Very battlefieldish. So, um, pre weapons. I mean, pre weapons. Pre guns. I got oh. no weapons. Mel Gibson. Yes. Oh, there yeah. you go. I there got it. Go. I, I got it. She's got me. Oh yeah, because he did been Mad Max. Mad Max. Yeah. Okay, well, did I was Mad- not thinking of that. But that's so. what he did. Which but also, which also would have been his like still has the original accent era. Now he does right. not. Which was also a lot of weapons, but yeah. for whatever reason, I was picking that vibe up. I was like, it's not. Who is it? I'm thinking of. You're thinking Russell Crowe. Yes. Okay. Uh, guys, this this group. <laughs> Y'all get me. This last one I don't think I know. The only okay. thing I can think of is Batman, and I don't think he was in Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? Because I want to know now. Christopher Reeve. It was oh, Superman. Superman. Oh my gosh! But it was so close. <laughs> he was a man. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He As was, was, he was a DC character at one point. That's, a, That's hilarious. Yep. And scene credits. <laughs> We may be doing a Christopher Reeve movie next season. No, that is not a Kryptonian. Somewhere in time. No, no, this is this is this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere in time, like I I was hoping you wouldn't make me watch that. I think somewhere in time is a little too fancy for us. I know. I like it. It's a good movie, but it's a little too too romantical for me. Too little fancy for us. I have no idea what we've got. I think we have uh, one or two romantical movies in the series in the in the lineup. Uh I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right. Uh, do you want to guess who Time Magazine's Man of the Year was? No. I don't know them, so I cannot. <laughs> In 84. Is it I more than one or just? It's oh, just man. One. I don't yeah, know. Just the Man of the Year. So. Give me an initial. P and then U. P-U. Peter Upchurch. <laughs> I have no idea who that no, is. I just it's made that Peter. up. Peter. Okay. Uberoth? Ulrich. Yeah, I don't know. I do. Uber? Okay, well, he was the man of the year. Uh, scandal time. Okay. Ooh, scandal. Right. Okay. Do you know what scandal happened? Because usually you just roll them on out. 84. See, this is what I like. 84, and then he goes through his brain Rolodex. I feel like there's some Princess Die stuff going on uh, in 84. Gary Hart. Gary Hart. What I have written down is not about Gary Hart. There was a couple different things. Gary Hart may have been 88. 84 is pro uh, election cycle, so yeah. no, because Gary Hart would have been 88. That's what about some sort of TV evangelist having sex with somebody? It's Ooh. not about that. It's more like death and dismay. Murder. 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 84 murder. Okay. Who was shot and killed by his father on the day before his 45th birthday in 1984? Gay. Yes. Oh. I didn't even know that. Oh. Now, coincidentally, not that we need it for this situation, <laughs> DNA like fingerprinting voices. was also introduced in 1984. <laughs> well, all right. Mm. All right. What was the cost of a Super Bowl ad? <sighs> um, I would say that in 84, the cost was 175000 300000 200000 
368,000. Right. for the win. Woohoo! I think I did everything. Oh, uh, I'm going to just read through the most popular TV shows because um, I've made you guys guess a lot of stuff so far. Uh, number one, Dynasty. Two is mm-hmm. Dallas. Three is The Cosby Show. And some of these are repeats. Four is 60 Minutes. Five is Family Ties. Six is no, the no, A no. team. Dun 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 dun. This is what we're gonna do from now on. Is I just say the word and then you guys have to sing the jingle that goes. With it. Next, Simon and Simon. Oh, I don't know that song. I can hear it. Yeah, I can too. And I can see the. Like, I can see even know what it is. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Murder. She but one wrote. of the Simons is in hey, Prince of Darkness. Murder, so that's she a win for me. Great show. Knots <laughs> Landing and Falcon Crest. And all CB, those. All CBS those, was dominating in the night. All those were like late CBS. night soap opera crap. The hell yeah! Most of it was Dynasty's on ABC. I think the rest of it's all CBS. Yeah. And they're all like spent. The Dallas yeah. was. Crazy hit. Yeah. I think in '84, who shot J- Jr. '85s? Who shot Jr.? It's one of them. Cause that that yeah that, that was a thing. Who shot yeah. Jr. was crazy. I mean that. So Jr. gets shot. Character gets shot on the TV show, and you don't find out who did it until the very next season. So the whole time in the whole between, summer, the, the whole, whole summer, summer yeah, just like was like, and they would like put things out and all about it. Who shot Talking JR? Talking about marketing. It was oh, it's crazy. crazy. There's t-shirts, the whole thing. So yeah, Who Shot JR was real big and then the other one was when Bobby Ewing came back but he was in the shower. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they had a character who died because he left the show and then they got he came back and so the end of the, the, end of the season his wife opens the uh, door, the bathroom door and he's in the shower and so he's been dead for two seasons. Oh my gosh. It just appears. The, those last two seasons, a dream. <gasps> just a dream that's smooth right Except it's not <laughs> it, it wasn't done smoothly people well, bought that shit I, I, think, I, I mean think, back then they wanted the character I, back, back then back people ate enough. it up but, but, it, but that's but it, it was back then before it was a trope now it's a trope it's yeah. A thing, you know, people do that yeah. now so it's a trope yeah. now but that's the first one so. yeah it was all a dream so nothing but a dream <laughs> It's not as bad as St. Elsewhere. Oh, <laughs> where everything was... Yeah, St. Elsewhere never happens. The entire run of the show never exists. Yeah. Oh, way to be lied to. It's all... And also, it's created, like, TV theories that every show is within the same right, like, so universe like, because yeah. of it. So many things are connected to St. Elsewhere. We'll do a St. Elsewhere thing. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's a hospital it's show. A hospital yeah. show. It was great. It was like ER before ER. Yeah. It was okay. great. Yeah. Um, uh trying to think there's a lot of people in it but um mm-hmm. yeah this is a washington one of his first roles was wasn't mm-hmm. that yeah he's a doctor on that i yeah. know him yes but then, <laughs> yeah but yeah cbs had it apparently that year yes I mean, All right, angela lansbury Mur- murder right. she wrote get us back on track y'all need yeah. to stop okay <laughs> so have you listened to our show <laughs> july of 1984 mm-hmm President Ronald Reagan called ice cream a nutritious and wholesome food and established National Ice Cream Month. Good for him. I mean, good except Ron, I'm for that part. lactose intolerant. So. <laughs> but it's nutritious and wholesome. I mean, <laughs> it has lots of protein. You could uh, get some ice cream to go see Dune when it came out in 1984, mm-hmm. while several theaters handed out a laminated cheat sheet to try to minimize audience confusion. <laughs> <laughs> That probably didn't help. Fun fact, when you bought the video cassette, like I did, it came with a booklet with the same stuff inside, So because it has a glossary of all the terms yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Minimize audience yeah. confusion. All right, 1984 is when the U.S. Army retired Donald Duck from active duty on his 50th birthday with the rank of Buck Sergeant. Well, good for him. I know. Hey. He's retired, living his life happily, yeah. I assume. I don't know. Living in 
a boat. <laughs> All right, room 101, the torture chamber in George Orwell's, I said that weird, George Orwell's 1984, was named after a meeting room at the BBC where Orwell would have to sit through torturous, boring meetings. <laughs> <laughs> Could yep. have been an email. Yep. Could have been an email. During the 1984 Los Angeles Olympics, McDonald's, if the U.S. wins, you win campaign for free food when U.S. wins a medal, causing big financial losses because Team USA won more medals than expected (laughs) due to many Soviet countries boycotting the Olympics. So we won because people didn't come. We boycotted 80, they boycotted 84. Yep. It's called the Cold War. Because they boycotted too because it was 84 in Los Angeles. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the most popular board game, shall we? Yes. Yes. It was Balderdash. Balderdash. It's all about bluffing and hoping that your opponents have a limited vocabulary range. It was even turned into a short-lived TV game show hosted by Elaine Boosler. Elaine Boosler, yeah. Boosler in 2004. I didn't realize that game was that old. And now you know. Now we know. All uh, right. Are you ready for your sermon? Oh, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Sermonate it to us. Sermonate it to us, my Ghostbusters. Man. Brothers and sisters, gather around. Meet Peter, Ray, and Egon. Three college professors who, let's say, dwell on the weirder side of pop science. After they have successfully witnessed the existence of ghosts, they are similarly thrown out of their university using the research they've already had to figure out that they can capture and store ghosts, and they turn that into a business. Dana Barrett, a musician, has a paranormal incident with some eggs and a terror dog in her fridge who shouts out the world, Zool. So yeah, that freaks her out, and she seeks help from the Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters are then hired to get rid of a ghost at the Sedgwick Hotel who has been terrorizing guests for years. After causing their own amount of destruction, the Ghostbusters are triumphant and their star begins to rise as they now bust ghosts all across the city. In fact, they're so busy they hire Winston Zedmore to help out. Enter Walter Peck, an agent of the Environmental Protection Agency, who is suspicious of what they do. And after a negative interview with Peter, Peck threatens to return with a court order to shut them down. Meanwhile, Lewis Tully, Dana's neighbor, is having a party where he is attacked by a terror dog and possessed by the spirit of Vince Clortho, the Keymaster, who is seeking the gatekeeper. <laughs> he is arrested by the police and dropped off at, uh, dropped off by the cops uh, to the Ghostbusters. Dana is then attacked in her apartment uh, when her armchair is possessed and she is pushed into the kitchen only to possess by Zool, the gatekeeper. Peter stops by to see her for a date they had scheduled and, well, let's just say that doesn't go well. Three feet off the covers. <laughs> uh, Peck returns with his court order, shuts down the grid, which blows a, uh, the roof off the Ghostbusters firehouse headquarters. Rude. He has the Ghostbusters arrested, and Lewis escapes. Find his gatekeeper, and well, let's say keys are inserted into locks. <laughs> 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 keys are inserted into locks. <laughs> keys are inserted into locks. That one was my favorite. Thank you. <laughs> Crazy ghost, ghost stuff is happening all over. The mayor summons the Ghostbusters from jail. Peck tries to plead his case, but Peter talks his way out of it. Uh, and the team is sent to do battle with Gozer, an ancient Sumerian god bent on destroying things, which the keymaster and gatekeeper must unite, hence all the lock and key action. <clears throat> the Ghostbusters do battle with Gozer on, to- uh, on top of Daniel and Lewis's building, which was basically designed as a ghost antenna. 
Dana and Lewis have been transformed into demonic terror dogs and have opened the gate, allowing Gozer to appear. Gozer wreaks havoc on the Ghostbusters, finally ending with transforming into a giant marshmallow man who stomps through the city. To defeat the creature, they must combine their energy packs, crossing the streams and risking undo all of existence because science! you got to cross the yeah. streams. Can you can't Luckily, car across the streams. Luckily, they save the day. Existence is saved. Gozer's defeated. Dana and Lewis return to being human beings. And the Ghostbusters return to uh, return heroes. Credits. Credits. Woo! Do you want to hear a fun story? Yes. We put this on last night to watch it. I've seen it before, but we were like, no, we're going to rent it because we want to watch it. Right. Mm-hmm. Sat down on the couch, watched it. I had Callie in my arm right here. Jennifer was on her side. I was on my side. Feet up, ready to go. Part where it hits the zoo with the eggs popping. Right. All of us were out. <laughs> like, we all had to have fallen asleep at the same time <laughs> because we woke up at midnight and we're like, oh, shit. <laughs> so we carried the kid to bed. So we did not watch this again, <laughs> but we tried. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. So yeah. Good we on you. We made it that far. I, it That's good. Call to action. I got to the call to action. She was like, zoo. And then like she like goes to the, like she walks in and then that's all I remember. And Jennifer's like, that's about where I fell asleep. So you got like, like 15 minutes like, right into sleep. it. Out. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. You got comfy and zoned. Yeah. <laughs> Callie did too. Yeah. And that's my five-year-old and she does not fall asleep or do anything like calm in any way. Yeah. We yeah. were all out. Oh, all yeah, of us. At least you tried. Awesome. So we did. She, they're watching it right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I hope they enjoy it. it. I did yeah. too. I was—I think I was like eight when I was say eighty-four, so seven when I saw it, and loved it. So, I wonder if Penny's gonna watch it with. I hope she does. Yeah, I think Penny would. I like think Penny it. would like it too. Yeah. I was twelve. Did you like it? Yeah. First time I watched it, I was like thirty. So, I grew up literally watching Saturday Night Live, like. From the very beginning of Saturday Night Live, because my parents, with the goods. right? Yeah, my parents would let me stay up and watch it with them. It was one of those things. So I knew these guys from Saturday Night Live, oh, and that's it was cool. like, you know, right? It, that was the shit. So See, I was unaware of SNL at that age, at seven, yeah. and so my introduction to SNL was like, oh look, the Ghostbusters are SNL guys, and then I got into SNL. Isn't that fun? Yeah. How that works for some yeah, people. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, SNL's in the Ghostbusters, and other people are like, oh, Ghostbusters are popping up in my show. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I love this movie. I saw it in the theaters on its 30th anniversary and then again on its 35th. Because I didn't get to see it on the original when it first ran. And so I got to see it. I've seen it twice. I'll see it again in theaters. It's, it's fun to watch in yeah, theaters. Yeah, it is fun. I, I would like to go. It's a, it's a, it's a fun one. Uh, it holds up. It really yeah. does. It really it's holds funny. up. And, you know, all the characters are just absolutely perfect right for their parts i mean they are just perfect i just it's a great movie i like the second one too i really like the second one uh fun fact that's the next film (laughs) (laughs) oh good because jennifer and i were gonna watch that next yeah we're doing we're doing the we're doing both of them this month so that's the strangest christmas selections ever well aftermath uh, afterlife just came out and so i just kind of was like in the mood for it okay and i thought they're kind of family movies and they're Mm -hmm. funny and you know well, all right. And then um, two happens closer to New Year's, so there's more Christmas stuff in that. Mm-hmm. There's a little, uh, sort of, so well, it's Christmas adjacent. <laughs> I've not seen two. Cool. So yeah. that'll be fun. Okay, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Be, it, it, Have you seen all of them? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them both. Uh, I 
I actually hosted an 80s movie night a few years back, and both of them made the, the cut. Uh, nice. Nice. I saw two in the theaters, but we'll talk about that when we see it. Um, okay. Yeah. But and then we're going to see the new one next week, I think. Cool. That'll so, be fun. Um, I, I, you know, talking about favorite moments, it's really hard because they're all good. But I love when, um, after you fell asleep. Uh, yeah, I think most of the good things happen probably after I fell asleep. So, so Dana calls the Ghostbusters, and, and she, you know she gets examined by them, and then Peter yeah. comes comes to the house to kind of mostly flirt with her, and, yeah. <laughs> and then as you would, and then you know check out what she's got going on. And yeah, he was. He uh, <laughs> he's got this weird prop. Uh, it's um, what it what it's for is to detect different gases in there, and he just found it, and was and so they. So it looks like a ghost thing, and mm-hmm. it's like this is just one of our toys. He has no idea what he's got. That's fine. And so, but it's this wand that he pump squeezes, and so you're shh, shh, and all the, and he's just kind of talking to her, and it's just so the, their interaction is so funny, and their chemistry is. It so really good. was cast so well. Oh god, it's great. I don't really have a favorite moment because I fell asleep, so it's not fair <laughs> for me to have one. Yeah, well, you've but seen it before. Though. I have, but I love the secretary. Oh, that's my favorite oh, person. I Every love moment her. with her is I was great. about to say that's um, Annie Potts. Annie Potts, yeah. And after watching this, so I was talking to because she she was in Designing Women and she's in other other no, she's things. She's in tons of stuff, right? Currently but, on. Um, but usually has a uh, southern accent, and so of course in this in the Ghostbusters movies, very New York accent. Yeah. So Goddess thing is like. Which one is her real accent? It's the Southern, by the way. <laughs> but okay. I did. She does it so well. Right. It was yeah. like we had to look it up. Where is she from? She's from Texas. So that's fun. I know. I'm like, she's great. <laughs> she's my favorite. I though. love her. Love All her. All of her so interactions much. are fun. My. You'll like her in two. There's a lot. She, yeah. They kind of get expanded the role mm-hmm. for her in two a yeah. little bit. So. Okay. Rick Moranis is my. Oh favorite. my yeah, god. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Rick. I'm a big Rick Moranis fan. So he, he is so yeah. good in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All he wanted to do wanted to do was have a big party. Right. You right. Know? That's yeah. all he wanted. And so I, I I like how he's just talking about like he, the way he introduces people into the party <laughs> and just like just it's great. And then um, his overly tall date. Yeah, mm-hmm. who is Casey Kasem's wife? Right. Yeah, and so Rick Romanis is the one in Honey I Shrunk the Kids, right? Yep. Yes. Yes, I thought. Yeah. Just making sure I was understanding and the correct. Yeah, I haven't seen space that. Balls so. and space, space balls, balls, space yeah. balls. I've heard of that, but I have not seen that. Oh, it's a wow. fun movie. Uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. He's an SCTV alum, which is basically the Canadian SNL. Canadian SNL. We get John Candy and Joe Flaherty, and it's like Letter Kenny before Letter Kenny, right? But it's it's all sketches, all sketches. But the kind of characters that come out of that is. But did you see Shirts Creek? All right, so Catherine O'Hare and Eugene Levy. Yeah. Are both from uh, for SCTV. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're SCTV alums. Yeah. Is there anywhere for us to watch them? YouTube, yeah. you can find them. They're, they're around. It's also, it it's also where we get Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. Yes. Yeah, we get Harold Ramis. He's a SCTV alum. Uh, uh, Martin Short. Martin, Martin Short. Short. Yeah. Those Canadians are funny. They are fun. Dan Aykroyd's Canadian. And um, for all you Canadians, I would like some chicken bones, please. <laughs> <laughs> Been craving them. Can't get them Send here. Send them on over. I'm talking about the candy, not actual chicken bones. <laughs> I really want some. <laughs> yeah, hook her yeah up. I like that you cl- 
like clarified that. Yeah. So I mean, if you're talking to the bones. Canadians, though, they'll know. If we yeah. have any Canadian listeners, which I hope we do, yeah. um, please message us and we'll give you our address so yeah. you can send us some chicken bones. <laughs> we'll do a tasting right here on the show. Just ask Kisa. We do it all the time. It's great. Um, I love. Oh, so when they when they go to get they get the the job for the hotel. Uh huh. And. <laughs> They they show it for the first time. They, I think my favorite scene in the movie is this. So you know they're waiting for the elevator, and the guy's like, "So what are you, some kind of cosmonaut?" And he goes, "No, no, exterminator. So there's a cockroach. They're like, so the hell of a cockroach." But they get in the elevator, and they start talking about the proton packs. Have they not tested them? And so Ray's like, "Well, just uh, you know, turn me on." So he turns him on, and Egon moves far. There's no room in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, but he yeah. edges away from. <laughs> And it's like I laughed so hard at that, and I know I laughed when I saw it at seven. It's yeah, it's a forty-year-old joke that works. It's so good. Yes, it's a good movie, and it's subtle. It's subtle. It's yeah. a subtle joke. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of what they did was improvised. Most, a, most a, of a lot. It. Yeah, a lot of it. A lot of it. I feel like most things like that are better. So they did. There's there is yes a script. No, there is a script. <laughs> if you have the right people. Yeah. And then they they did one as the script, and then they had then they ad libbed a bunch of it. Yeah. And then Ivan Reichman, the director, kept mm-hmm. what he liked, and so. I wonder if we'd ever be able to see the script part of it. Just you by can itself. see the, the you can, the script's online. You can read yeah. the actual script. No, like just that whole movie of them doing just the script. Oh. If they would cut that together, that'd be interesting to see just how different it is with like that'd be interesting yeah. to see how they transform that movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, it's, a, it's a, what's a, what's not to say about it. It's, it's just very fun. The the, the state of Marshall Man's iconic. The special effects were great. Oh my too, god! For eighty four yeah. again. And hold up. Yep. Yeah. Hold up. Like here's something you can talk about because you were saw the beginning when they're they're in the the, the public library and you know the whole when the books are moving. Yeah. When yeah. the books are moving, mm-hmm. that's practical. That's yep. that, That's some wires. Right. Yeah. And that's, but but when they see the ghost, you know, get her. Oh, yeah, yeah. It still looks great. Yeah, no, it does. It looks great. That's what I'm saying. And as somebody who does special effects, I, I, that's what I look at. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it is fantastic. And the chair dogs, you can tell a claymation, but they still, they still work. Yeah. It still works. It's just it did really, really well. I, I, yeah. And then at the end, Gozer so looks too. great. Yeah. And the, the mm-hmm. whole scene is just, it's good. Caleb, what do you think? I, I love it. Uh, are you a god? <laughs> No, nope. <laughs> 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 uh, so good, so good, so good. Got a libation for us? I do have a libation. I had to go buy all these ingredients because, believe it or not, I didn't have them in my house. So well, now you do. So while she's gathering uh, ingredients, we're going to do a little apocrypha. So can you tell me um, who the original, the the three people that the Ghostbusters was cast originally cast for? Oh gosh. Mel Gibson. No. no, these are all these, these would be all comedians. Yeah, I was just gonna go through the list of people I just know. If I'm remembering correctly, Steve Martin. No. Oh, that's a good one though. <sighs> the only thing I remember is that Harold was one, like one of the last ones to. Gene Wilder. No. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, one of them is Dan Aykroyd. Mm-hmm. The other, Williams? the other is John Belushi. Oh, okay. The script is written for John. Bill Murray's parts written for John Belushi, and then he was. Literally, uh, Dan was writing lines for for Jim. Are you, you going to try one of these? Uh, I will not, but thank you. Okay. Uh, uh, one of John Belushi's uh, lines when he got the call that John Belushi did die. Yeah. Of an overdose. 
Oh man. Right. Yeah. And so so you had that and then the third character was Eddie Murphy. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's so that's who it was written. All for. SNL people. All SNL yep. people. All right. So what I have brought is Midori, Peach Schnapps, and Bailey's Irish Cream. I am going to make a shot called the Slimer. <laughs> I just want you to know that I have two of those three items at home and this makes me super I happy. was well, <laughs> I was at, I had this and we drank it all. And then I had this and I drank it all. I did not have that. That's what I have too. Okay. It's the other two, but I have not drank them all yet. All right. So hold on, let me pop this open. Open that for me, please, sir. All right, so this is going to be equal parts of the Midori and the peach schnapps. I will pass them out. Walk my shirt by the camera. If we can get the Midori open. <laughs> now, now it's a challenge. I'm not going to loot. And it oh, happened. Yep. I just Look had, at that. I just had, I just had a little help with a paper so, towel. Yeah. So here's the thing. You know, I have all kinds of apple stuff at home that's green, but this particular drink called for Midori. So now I'm going to have to make drinks that have melon in it because I have, now have melon. You're going to switch that with apple? No, wouldn't have tasted the same. Ready? Wait, no, I'm not done. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> do, you not, do you not see three ingredients? I don't know. They look full. So just Hold on. This is going to be mine because it's too full. She's just taking a little sample. She's a little sample. A little sample. Okay. Seeing how the work is. And here's the ghostly part is you're supposed to like drizzle just a little bit of Irish cream on the top to make it look funky. I do like Irish cream. Ooh. Spooky drink. Oop. There we go, guys. All right. Do you want lots of cream or little cream, Caleb? Uh, lots. There you go. <laughs> if you're going to give me the choice. Thank you. And here's a Slimer. That's fun looking. I know. It is fun looking. Show it to the camera. Get it up close to here, the camera. Let me, uh, here, go ahead. It. Well, hers. Yeah, uh, there it is. Right. No, that one. You just passed it. Oh, yeah, that one. Oh, that oh that's a good shot. That's a good shot. There you go. There you go. That's a Slimer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Down the hatch. Cheers. Cheers. Ghostbusters. Oh, that was good. I know. Would you like another? I would, yes. Caleb, do you need another? Yes, please. While they're doing that. <laughs> uh, guess who Gozer was supposed to be played by? I'm not sure. Paul Rubens. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> uh, he turned down the role in the original script. Gozer takes the took the form of Ivor Shandor, the guy who builds the arc, uh, the architect who builds mm-hmm. the ghost building, uh, who started the Gozer cult, uh, and resembled the pale, slender, unremarkable man in a business suit. Uh, his Gozer's final form was described as David Bowie meets Grace Jones, and I think they really nailed it. Yeah, um, yeah, that was before you said who it was. Like David Bowie entered my mind as somebody. Uh, Christopher Walken, John Lithgow, Christopher Lloyd, and jo- Jeff Goldblum were all considered for the role of Egon Spengler. Um, and then Harold I can see Ra- Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Harold Ramis came in and started mm-hmm. working on the script uh, w- with them, and he um, 
made the part for himself. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Um, That'd be what, that's what would be really cool about that, though, is show up and be like, I'm going to write this for me. Right. And it wouldn't make sense for anybody else. Suck it, people. I'm with you. So Tom Hanks and Robin Williams were also considered for Vinkman. They settled on Bill Murray, who Dan Aykroyd said had agreed to the to do the role. And until the first day of shooting, no one had seen him. And none of the contracts were signed, and no one knew if Bill Murray was going to show up. (laughs) But on the first day of filming, Bill Murray shows up. He was in the south of France for the longest time, and no one can get in touch with him. That's the weirdest thing. You know what, though? That's the Bill Murray way. Right. That's how Bill Murray is. It's just the way Bill Murray does. And uh, he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it, but he's going to, you know, not going to do it before. Cheers. Cheers. The original title for Ghostbusters was Oscar Ghost Smashers. Ghost Smashers? Yes. I'm glad they didn't do that one. Well, there's a story for You're it. Right. But, uh, but then then there was two titles settled on, Ghostbusters and Ghost Breakers. <laughs> they had to film the majority of the movie twice. Oh, they changed the name, didn't they? To, from, to, for Ghostbusters and to Ghost Breakers. And let's discuss why. <laughs> okay. Uh, Ghostbusters. We're going into the Bart, the the trivia part now. Leaving leaving Apocrypha, heading because they're so closely related. Right. Um, is anyone familiar with filmation? I am. Yes. Yep. Uh, filmation of fi- makers of fine cartoons such as Masters of the Universe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And She-Ra, the Princess of Power. Yes. And a bunch of other all the stuff I loved back as a kid. Yeah. In 1975. They had a TV show on CBS called The Ghostbusters. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. Right. Um, I see. The Ghostbusters was a th- half-hour uh, Saturday morning children's sitcom that ran on se- uh, in 1975. It reunited Forrest uh, Tucker and Larry Storch, who were in F Troop. And that was the whole big thing. It's like, we're getting the two guys from F Troop back into this thing. Okay. Mm. And so it's about two guys who hunt ghosts uh, and their uh, pal, who is a monkey. Okay. There was always a monkey in the children's cartoons. Right. Yeah. And so it's a guy in a suit. And it's um, Spencer and Tracy. So this is a live action? A live action. Okay. There's Spencer and Tracy, who are... Spen- uh, Spencer's a human, Tracy's the monkey, and Kong... Who's the other human? Kong. Kong. Okay. okay. Right. So that would be the monkey. Yeah. Right. I see. What right. Exactly. Where they're like, ha, ah, you think it's gonna be the monkey? <laughs> nope. Um, the show goes like this. Um, uh, the Ghostbusters would wait to t- every week to get an assignment from a, uh, a, a, a a different place by a guy named um, uh, let's see, Zero. Uh-huh. And Zero would send a message and hide it somewhere in the um, gener- the local general store. And so it was on a tape recorder and it's usually hidden every- in everyday objects as a bicycle, typewriter, or toy. And it paid homage to Mission Impossible. Right. And uh, then they would go to the same castle every episode. And fight a different ghost. <laughs> oh my god! But it's the same place. The same place. So they mm-hmm. waited for an assignment to go to the same place. Right. And and okay. uh, they used a ghost dematerializer to zap the ghost away. When Kong, the other human, he would say "zap" when he used it. <laughs> okay. 
for your viewing pleasure. Oh, God. We get to watch this? <laughs> Here's the the intro. We're the Ghostbusters. I'm Spencer. He's Tracy. I'm Kong. This was a thing. Nineteen seventy five, Kids were dumb. <laughs> they had a jalopy they drove around. The monkey drove it. <laughs> and this is the castle they go every episode to. Oh my gosh. And they fight a mummy that's in it. Remember earlier when I said we could film something here with us <laughs> sitting here in this room and yeah. it would be good? We can. <laughs> Oh, we're doing it now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Bob Burns performed Tracy, but they would train. Yeah, this is a Nice. Lou Scheimer and, uh, was the big producer for MMA, sir. So. so, yeah, that's the thing. Wow. I don't even know what to say about that. Wow. Wow. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. And Kong. And Kong. <laughs> or Tracy. No, Kong was the other person. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. But keep that all in mind for a little while. That'll come back up later. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> How we do this? So we're like so, shuffling on in there. So, they filmed it twice. You know, Ghostbusters and Ghostbreakers. Because they didn't know if they could get the rights to Ghostbusters. From um, Universal Pictures, who owned... They owned the filmation stuff, and so um, Coca-Cola had bought Columbia Pictures, who who made Ghostbusters mm, at the okay. same time, mm-hmm. and the president of, of Columbia, who greenlit Ghostbusters and gave them their budget, um, was fighting with Coca-Cola about trying to get this name, and they parted ways. Oh, long no. ago. So, so they still didn't know. The, so at the end of the movie, there's a big scene where all the the, the crowd is shouting Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. They filmed it once. Uh, the one of the producers called Columbia and was like, "Hear this, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters! We're not shooting this again." And so it stuck. And they were like, "Oh wow!" We, but they hadn't secured the rights. So the president of Columbia got fired, right? And so, as most executives do, they get new jobs. Guess where he ends up at? Mm-hmm. Universal as the head of, head of Universal. He clears the name for them. Nice. That's- Fantastic. So he got fired, and then he still did their bidding. Right, right. No, no, because he he believed in the project. Well, I know, but it's just yeah. so great that that still happened. Right, right. So, yeah. so he's like, like he wanted this project to work, and so he's now has the power to be like, oh, okay, let's, let's make this it. happen. That's fantastic. That's awesome. So, what a fun story. Yeah, I I thought it was fun. Um, That's cool. Ghostbusters. So when Lewis Tully man, uh, uh, mingles with all the party guests uh, before he gets, um, you know, he's coming on the pieces of salmon and. So, and the aspirin and so on was the scene was in one continuous shot and it was entirely improvised oh wow um damn proton packs were much heavier than they looked some were heavier than it. others depending on what the scene demanded according to ivan reitman none of the a- actors enjoy wearing the packs but harold ramus complained the least yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh uh reitman wouldn't say which actor complained the most however he did strongly imply it was bill murray i'm sure yeah, i'm not surprised <laughs> uh uh, let's see. So, in the middle of the film's initial release to keep the interest going, Ivan Ryman ran a trailer that was basically a commercial for the Ghostbusters used in the movie. But the 555 number was respa- replaced with a 1-800 number, allowing people to call in. Callers got a, a recorded message of Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd saying something to the effects of, Hi, we're out catching ghosts right now. They got 1,000 calls per hour, 24 hours a day for several weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So the little green ghosts. Slimer. Slimer. Who the, we, we just ate him. Just ate it was him. delightful. We had two. Who was he based on? Casper. Was it friendly? He was so pretty that would friendly. Be, that'd be Casper. Um, John Belushi. Yeah. Oh, he was. He they really was. They wanted to keep John Belushi in the, in, in, in the movie. I, I so see sweet. that now. now. Now that's sad. So here's oh. the thing. We just ate him twice, though. Um, the special effects. Okay, so this is 1984. Um, s- there's only <laughs> one s- s- special effects studio really operating and that's ILM that's mm-hmm. Industrial Lights and Magic who George Lucas created right. Right. so they're doing all the all these movies they can't do Ghostbusters because the, they're working on Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom so they're working on the second Indiana Jones movie so they can't do Ghostbusters there are some upset people with ILM because they didn't like the direction that the company was going because they're artists, and you know, money right. gets, you, when you make more money, it all gets sterile. And yeah. They, yeah. So they broke away, formed this uh, another company called Boss Films, and this is their first film they get. Nice. Awesome. And so, but um, they only have ten months to make this whole movie. When they first get there's the scripts a mess. There's not really a script. They're refining because the original script's like 250 pages. It's about space. It's about space. Yeah, yeah. There's it's fighting ghosts in the future. That we're the Ghostbusters are like firemen, and so that explains the pole. Right, and yeah. so Reitman when he gets into it, he goes, "Oh, this is a story about starting a small business," and he cuts all of his stuff and he goes, "We'll set it modern day, save money that way. We'll set, we'll let them find out how they become Ghostbusters." Dan Aykroyd's cool with it. He's like sweet, and so that's how they all mm. pulled in that's here, Ramus, cool. and then. So, they uh, went to Ackroyd's beach home in California for um, it was him, Reitman, and uh, Ramus um, for a week or t- two weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Violet Ramus um, was there. That's Harold's daughter, and said they mostly smoked pot and uh, had their yellow legal pads. But they hammered out the script in two weeks. Nice. Sometimes you gotta just right. You know. So I say all that back to back to the um, special effects. So the guy makes this. The special effects artist makes Slimer, and then two days before they're supposed to use Slimer, they get a call like make him look like John Belushi. Nice. He's like, I don't have. How do I make him look like John Belushi? I ain't got time to make him look like John Belushi. So you know what he did? Hmm. He said he'd made it look like John Belushi, and they went, Oh, it looks like John Belushi. <laughs> oh so my god! Didn't change and he didn't change a thing. He's like, All right, what do you think? And they're John. like, It looks just like John. Yep. John would have been doesn't. So that's whole. And the script is called Onion Head. So. Yeah, so that's hilarious. That's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna try pulling that down sometime. Pulling go. that out. Yeah, the special, the schedule for getting this movie in theaters in the release summer for summer 1984 was so tight. Uh, director Ivan Reitman said that the final print included incomplete special effects shots and arrows like the visible wires, but remarkably, people didn't care. <laughs> okay. Um, the the demonic voice of Dana. Zool, uh, Zool was performed by Ivan Reichman. Uh, Gozer is performed by Patty Edwards. Um, she was she's a voice actor. She's done a lot of things, but I most remember her for being Bull Shannon's mother in Night Court. Oh yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. This was the highest grossing comedy of all time until Home Alone. Oh wow! It rained for six years. That's so, awesome. So the answer to where did this fall on the weekend is number, number one. one. There we go. So I will ask in a couple of weeks, a little bit. Ghostbusters. Um, the jail scene was filmed in a prison reported to be haunted, and the dailies had scratches all over them with no apparent physical cause. 
Ivan Reitman was concerned about returning there, and the crew was relieved to find out enough footage was completed so they they could do the movie without returning. Nice. Uh, this was Columbia Pictures' highest-grossing film of all time when adjusted for inflation. Uh, the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man suits cost twenty grand a piece, and uh, they were made and all destroyed during filming. Oh. Gozer has a uh, is also a name related to a documented haunting in England. The name Gozer appeared mysteriously through the house, written on walls and other things. Okay. Um, that sounds like a name you would name your dog. Or your gerbil, a little bit, yeah, mm-hmm. or something. So uh, Ernie Hudson said that when he was living in, uh, he was living in a small apartment in Los Angeles around the time the film's release. After the movie came out, a neighbor, uh, a neighborhood store owner gave his address out to fans. So many fans came what to visit jerk. him. Too many, so many fans that came to visit him that he had to move. Oh wow, that sucks. I mean, well done to be so popular. Do you know who Saint Jerome is? Saint is it Jerome, a saint? yeah, Saint the Jerome. Catholic. Say right. Jerome. So when when Alice, the librarian, is asked whether anyone in her family had ever uh, had any histories of mental illness, and she says she had an uncle who thought he was Saint Jerome. Do you know who Saint Jerome is? I can't remember which patron saint he is. He's the patron saint of librarians. Librarian. Uh, nice. <laughs> that is awesome. A more ferocious version of the librarian puppet was going to be used, but it was rejected. A year later, it appears in Fright Night. Oh. I love Fright Night. Uh, we've mentioned this before, uh, but you guys won't remember. But it released on the same day as Gremlins. <laughs> Aww. It beat Gremlins, right? Yes. In that, yeah. in yeah. that yeah. release yeah. weekend yeah. as well? Yeah. Uh, Harvey Comics creator Casper sued the producers, claiming the ghost uh, the logo was too close to their Casper character, Fatso. The courts ruled against him, stating there were only so many ways to draw a ghost. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We've talked about Ghost Breakers. Let's see. Um, the Ectomobile siren sound is a leopard snarl uh, that was edited and pitched. Uh, he used um, a bunch of other stuff to do it uh, and a razor blade to make it all work. Oh, wow. It is annoying. Uh, mm-hmm. As a part of Sigourney Weaver's audition for her part, she got up on the couch and auditioned as a dog. Okay. Because she read the script and she goes, I think I should turn into a dog at the end. She wasn't turning into a dog at the end. And Sigourney gets up on and does the whole dog bit. And Ivan Raymond goes back and rewrites the script <laughs> and puts, makes, her makes her a dog. And does the whole, you know, the whole three feet off the ground stuff with her as a dog. Good for Sigourney Weaver, works out. So well, It just was, feels like I'm going to be a dog. So let me <laughs> go ahead and do that for you. Um, I'm trying to like imagine that audition. I know. So we can get that released. Ray pays forty eight hundred dollars for the car. Uh, it comes out to eleven thousand dollars today, and no one two thousand nineteen money. So, right. Speaking of money, oh gosh. Uh, uh, shout out to Kisa because she helped me out to do this. Uh, she is a uh, she's an accountant, so she, she's okay, good. she's good with math and numbers. And she what, does math. She does the math. So in the movie, when uh, after they're thrown out of college, uh, the university, they mortgage Ray's house uh, to get the money to start Ghostbusters. Right. And so it's uh, Ray's like I was born in that house, and and Bill Murray's uh, Peter's like, well, everyone has three three mortgages nowadays, and right. Egon says that. The interest alone for five years would would be ninety five thousand dollars, so I had to do the reverse engineering on that. Right. The ri- initial loan for them to start the Ghostbusters was a hundred grand. Okay. Very yeah. nice. And so the interest was nineteen percent. So. Well, they got a good amount of money to start it. Yeah, and and that's a good. My startup. question was this though: it's a triple mortgage on a house in New York, and I was like, 
that's a lot of more like that house has a got to be a lot of collateral, like a lot of, yeah. lot of equity, a lot of equity to get the. A lot three of those more. went up though. So if it was if he was if it was his childhood home is what I'm trying to say, and they had it since then, it would have like gone like triple the price from where it was in the beginning. Right. Most like yeah. San Francisco, most places like that. If it's a childhood home, it's just like racking up right. the value. Uh, in 2010, um, with them, uh, William Atherton, who we saw in uh, last year this time in Die Hard. Yes, we did. Um, he um, he's Walter Peck, and he gets hit with a shaving cream at the end of the movie as it's the melted marshmallow. Right. Uh, and so he was talking about how they did that. And he said, we had the eighth grade science test. I went under the bag and I asked, how much shaving cream is there? And they said, not much. So I said, well, how much does it weigh? And they said, oh, about 75 pounds, but it's not shaving cream. And you know the whole thing about 75 pounds of feathers and 75 pounds of lead? Yeah. It's the same thing. They just said still 75 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> yeah. So we figured out what's going to happen with this. So they they put some sport, uh, poor stunt guy underneath the the to show that the uh, the sissy actor okay nothing's going to happen so they unleashed it and it flattened him <laughs> <laughs> so they took out half of the shave, shaving cream and yeah i went very happily and was slimed so <laughs> <laughs> like no, no no put him under there yeah, let's see what it does to yeah. him yeah that's right i mean if even the stunt guy so remember um the ghostbusters we just talked about from 1975 <laughs> yes <laughs> Ghostbusters. Part of the deal does not include um, Columbia um, making a cartoon with the name. Okay. The 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 only th- the 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 rules was they could use it for this motion picture, but nothing else. Okay. But kids love this movie. Right. Mm. And there's there's a Ghostbusters serial. There's a, like merchandising merchandise. So the next right. uh, logical step is d- we need a Saturday morning cartoon, and then we need an afternoon cartoon for kids in the afternoon when there that was go. a thing. So. Filmation finds out and they're like, "Cool, we make cartoons. We'll make your cartoon." And they were and, and uh, Columbia was like, uh, "No, uh, we're gonna have Deke, this other company, do it." And so, guess what? Filmation does. Super. We'll make a, we'll make our own cartoon with our own thing. Yep. So they made this. Oh God. This is the ghost. This is Ghostbusters from 1986. I got you. Got to get them. There, the filmation buzz. Filmation presents with its own theme song. <laughs> it is about the sons of the originals and the monkey from the right. Ferrara taking the their monkey ever taking over for their dad, their dads, and they're fighting. An evil ghost robot from the fifth dimension. <laughs> oh, and their car now talks and does crazy stuff. I'm like, what? The hell? Right, <laughs> right. There's there's robot ghosts, which is <laughs> blows my mind in this thing. It's like. If the makers of Scooby-Doo were smoking weed <laughs> and doing crack at the same time and decided to make this. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> that, uh, How long How did, did that last? Uh, it lasted <laughs> one one season. 
Okay. It lasted one season. As it should. All right. So, so the and and there's a race to to which cartoons going because Dick is still going to make this cartoon, right. this Ghostbusters cartoon. They can't use the Ghostbusters name, and they need to distinguish what, that this is the Ghostbusters from the movie. Right. So what do they call it? Slimer. No, the real Ghostbusters. The real, real Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. That's fantastic. fantastic. And so we get the real Ghostbusters. Already better. Yeah. Uh, Dick did really good cards. They did Transformers yeah. and, uh, and G.I. Joe and yeah. stuff. So that, they were good. Yeah. You gotta love the dancing ghost, too. And then you get Janine. <laughs> All right, so the Ghostbusters do not look like the Ghostbusters. Why? Because Columbia didn't want to pay the lightness rights to the actors. I see. <laughs> And they put Slimer in it because kids like Slimer. Right. And so... He became a thing. He became these he's, he's Ghostbusters Boba Fett. They just... They, yeah. Um, it lasted for like five or six years. It's really good. It's a really good show. It's on... You can find it on YouTube, honestly. Yeah. Um, Michael J. Stravinsky, who's a great science fiction writer, was the showrunner for this show. Um... The original voice of Bill Murray in this the is uh, is uh, 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 um, Lorenzo Music, who's Garfield. Uh-huh. Fun fact that you know Which after is. he died, <laughs> Bill Murray becomes Garfield yeah. in the live action films. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they use knockoff likes for the voices. Ernie Hudson goes, "I can do Winston," and he auditions to Winston, loses. <gasps> he loses his own part, right? Loses his own part to Arsenio Hall, who was an up, you know, up oh, and coming. Wow. So Arsenio does it. So that's crazy. I, there's so much fun things about this this movie. Watching that, it also crossovered with uh, the cartoon All Stars at one point. Right, right, right. Oh, I remember that. Watching the Ghostbusters that was made though, and then the real Ghostbusters was such a huge difference. Oh it, yeah. First of all, the the first one we watched, the Ghostbusters, didn't even have a feel for like a story. Right. We didn't get an idea of what was happening. It was just, just that random. alone. Right. Yeah. Plus, the animation was so much better. Yeah, than it was. filmation had a very, very, sp- very specific style. Yeah. So, continue on our fun facts for this thing. Um, so, one of the best things about this film and why it's such deep in the zeitgeist is not does it it was successful as a movie. It also had a number one hit song, right? Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Right. Yep. It's a great song, right? It's, it is, it's who you gonna yeah. call Go- Ghostbusters? Yeah. It's also basically the same song as "I Want a New Drug" by I Want a New yeah. Drug by mm-hmm. Huey Lewis in the News, and he they sued and won. So we're gonna do this. I'm gonna let you listen to a little bit of "I Want a New Drug." I, want a new I had this drug. album or this cassette back in the day, rather. <laughs> yeah. You're going to call Ghostbusters. <laughs> Something strange in your neighborhood. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Right? Yeah. No, I hear it. Yeah. I don't know. I want a new dog. Can you imagine them sitting there and being like, this is our song. It's our song. Yeah. I love the intro. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, there's Ghostbusters. 
They totally sampled. Maybe I not want a new drug. One of them made me sick. <laughs> right? And so if you still doubt me, which I think you're both convinced. Yeah. yeah. But I, Oh, there's a comparison? There's a great comparison, and I'll post it. on. This is a good mashup. This would be great. I love mashups. I feel like I'm on Glee now. Right? This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. This is great. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> they were this smoking so weed. Good. Right, right. some legal yeah. pads when this happened. It was on in the background. Yeah. That is not an argument you can have. Like, no, no, it's a different song. This is the same fucking song. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right. So. But unintentional, I'm sure. I'm probably they probably felt like well, no, it like wasn't. When Vanilla Ice sampled Queen and tried to say he didn't. No, his yeah. went dun 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 dun. Oh, There's went dun 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you understand what I'm saying. Absol- absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Like every time absolutely. it starts, you're like, which one is it? Wait a minute. Yeah, you got to wait till like as soon as somebody starts singing, then you know. Yes. Yeah. Um. The. So Hugh Lewis won, and uh, Columbia had to pay him uh, um, money. And it was they couldn't announce how much it was because of the agreement. So it was an undisclosed fund. But then Huey Lewis in 2001 said it was an obscene amount of money during a, an episode of um, uh, Behind the Music from VH1. Nice. Yeah. And then Ray Parker sued because <laughs> breach that broke breach of contract for the for the for saying yeah. it and lost he lost oh. that. He shouldn't have because it was a breach of contract. So, in, and so the truth comes out about 2004 in a Premier Magazine article where the filmmakers admit they used the song I Want a New Drug as a temporary background music in many scenes. They also noted that they had offered to hire Huey, Huey Lewis in the news to write the main theme, but they had declined. The filmmakers then gave him uh, gave footage to um, Ray Parker Jr., including Lewis's song in the background, and to aid him in writing the theme song. So. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so they kind of put those pieces together. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. So, but yeah, that's, you just, you can't deny it. Yeah. No. Not. No. So. They're both good songs, though. Yeah. They, they are both great songs. They're both great they songs. They did a good job of taking that song and then making another good song. So, well done. So. It's hard to, like, unhear a song. So, uh, Bartab. The budget for this movie, as I mentioned before, was $30 million. Its domestic gross was $243 million. It was a monster. It's one of the biggest... It's probably the biggest blockbuster we've covered on the show. Probably. That's yeah. Right. So, it uh, came out June 8th, 1984. Number one was... Ghostbusters. 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 Number two was... Gremlins. 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 Right. All right. So... so They can be taught. <laughs> <laughs> if it's discussed in the same episode. Uh, right. Uh, right. Number, th- number three was also discussed in this episode. Toy Story. <laughs> oh. I did bring it up in this episode. <laughs> this is a thing now. It was Terminator. In, 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 no. Indiana Jones. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Temple of Doom. All right, Caleb. Uh, number four is a sequel to a movie of a sequel that we've done and you hate them. <laughs> Oh, uh, this Star is Trek. Rathacon. No, Rathacon's the, the first one. What's the sequel? Mad Max. The that Mad one is Search for Spock. Search, Search for Spock. Okay. Search, uh, and Star Trek. Yeah, Star so. Trek. And the third, uh, the night, fifth was Beat Street. Beat Street. The movie came out in 1984. Yes. How did it rank in the top 100? Ooh. Number two. It can't be number one all the time. Calm down, Ghostbusters. <laughs> There's always room for improvement. I'm going to claim number one just because you I'm said kinda, that. I kind of wanted 
I was trying to think about number one too. I was kind of feeling number one. Ghostbusters is number one. Well, I was really shooting for number two there. All right, number two number was. Two? Gremlins? No. Indiana Jones. Jones. Indiana Star Jones. Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah. Jones. No, because no, search for can't shotgun answers. Search, also, search for Spock also that, was not near yeah, as good as Ravikon. That was one of the bad Star Trek. None of them are very the, good no, to me. No, it's the so. odd number ones that uh, are bad. Uh, okay, good But it's know. the best of the odd number Star It Trek. is yeah. It is the best of the odd number So Star it's the Trek. best of the bad? You guys showed yeah. me the yeah. best of the bad. No, no, I showed you the best of the best. Yeah, that was the best of the best. Yeah. Ravikon is the best of the best. Search for Spock. Honey, just wait till next season. But then, but then. You're going to take another journey with us to star trek well i hadn't forgot that at all but then, but then I gave, two week no, notice no, no 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 i gave you i gave you a whole season off are you, uh-huh. are you gonna make her see the whale movie i am making her see the whale we're gonna all yeah. watch the whale movie <laughs> but then but, when you i don't even the, know what that means but, that i hate fun it fun fact with the exception of wrath of khan the whale movie is jamie's, jamie's i knew it was yeah. gonna be jamie's right. <laughs> however we may have to do this as a special we won't do it as a full episode but to watch the whale movie you're going to have to watch Star Trek 3 first. Yeah. Yeah. You have to make me watch another one. You have to you because you won't the, understand the, this the whale one, movie. So like two, so Wrath of Khan is actually, we were discussing this off camera at one point. Wrath of Khan is actually a good like standalone movie. You can go in blind. Is it? Yes. Is yeah. that the one I've yes. seen? Yes. Yeah. No, yes. you cannot. Uh, yes, you, did you watch that by itself yes. ever without having seen the others before? You yes. know what? It could yes. be you worse. watched that one first? Yes. Without seeing anything else Star Trek? Nope. Justina. It could have been worse. We could have made you watch the first Star Trek movie. I'm yeah. just saying, Damn. and it was terrible. Scotty but found terrible. The, the peak whereas, here. Whereas after after that, they all become like very much. You have to watch the previous one because they kind of yeah. Two, three, and four are a trilogy on its own. Yeah, they really are. You're like I'm gonna pick a movie that has to have another movie before, it, so she has to watch two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you know how what? this season was planned. You know what? Honestly, no lie. That's kind of how that conversation. <laughs> I went. know. <laughs> I knew it was. Uh, I'll, I'll provide like wine or something for you. Yeah, and you can okay. crochet. I'm, I'm not gonna. Oh, I'll crochet. All right. I'm, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it, and it's probably gonna be so crazy for me that you're. Gonna I still sit. need like a cream colored kitty hat. You do. Yeah. 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 So. Um, do you have a timeline for when you need? No, that? Okay. just before it gets hot. <clears throat> so number okay. th- number three was. Uh, Gremlin. Thank no. you. Gremlin. Yeah. yeah. Ah. All right. Well. So now we're going in uncharted territory. Oh, okay. Okay. Number four. Is a movie. Okay. That's good. This is a movie list. I'm looking at you. Yeah, I know. I see you. Where you think the main character is a pussy. Okay, so this is Karate Kid. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I for a minute there, I thought we were gonna have to dance and do the dance we did last night. No. Like, yeah. It was too soon. She remembers. She was I remember like, that. Karate Kid. I, I don't know. Sometimes she doesn't remember stuff from the first of the episode. So we're just <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. I feel like we're all there sometimes. I mean, you have a point. To uh, be fair. No, to, to be, be fair. fair. Yeah. To be number fair. number five. Uh-huh. Um, is a comedy. It's kind of raunchy. Is it about sausages? No. No. They didn't. Uh, but it's, in a way, it's about pigs? <laughs> sort of? Porkies? No. That's not Porkies. Oh, no, it's earlier in Porkies. What's, an, what's another name for pigs? What are... What are bacon. What, are, what also bacon, bacon and pigs are also Pog. known as... Pork. No, no, no. It's a derogatory derogatory term Dick, for cops. cops. Okay, oh. So it's a oh. police movie. This is Cop. Super Troopers. Oh, Police Academy. Police Academy. Police Academy. Yes, Police oh, Academy. Oh, that was a great. Right. Um, well done. Was it? Um, our friend Gene Merle was in one of those Police Academy movies. Was he? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah, big time he was. I have to. 
I saw. I Jean, can't remember Jean, which one. Gene was at the studio last week. Yeah, IMDBM, and we'll, hold on while you're talking. I'm All right, I got which, it. Okay, I can't remember. Well done, Just Caleb. look up Gene Merle and find out which Police Academy movie he was in. Because he is a friend of ours. You might have to give me the spelling. G E N E. M U R R E L L. Nope. Nope. Tried. That was that was too much. M U R E L. M U R E L L. M U R. Oh no, it wasn't too much. It is M U R R E L L. Oh gosh. It just seemed like a lot. It did. When you say it out loud, it does seem like a lot. Yeah. yeah. Did you find it? I'm almost got it. it. Google was giving me nothing, so I'm now I'm in IMDb. Well, that's what you should have done anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes. Yeah. Google was my. You friend. let him produce. I don't. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying anything. I'm letting him do his job. He is capable of doing his job. Let's see. Uh, oh, he doesn't have it on. The so, yeah, it's not on IMDb. I gotta find it. So. So we have done. Uh, you've asked the question: Have we ever done a movie in 1984? <laughs> Gremlins. Gremlins. We have done five movies in 1984. I I know uh, Gremlins. four of them on this show. One of them on the catacombs. Was okay. that Jim Cotta? No. Oh, thank goodness. No. Jim Cotta is the following year. <laughs> it's close though. It's close. There you go. So at number 45 on the list is the never-ending story. Oh, oh yeah. The never-ending story. Ah. Uh, number 55 on the list is Firestarter. Oh, that one was a good <laughs> oh, movie. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. Uh, 67, we did this on the Catacombs. Dreamscape, that's mm-hmm. where the uh, dentist Quaid oh, meme yeah. we yeah. created dentist comes from. Quaid. And this is, this is true, but this is also false. Okay. Um, a <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street came in 19, uh, at 99. However, Elm Street officially comes out in 84, but it's also released in December. So it doesn't. it's yeah. a huge hit, but it makes all its money the following year. I see. So it's one of those. Well, alrighty then. Uh, that was fun. That was Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. And all the craziness Ooh. that went around Ghostbusters. Just Ghostbusters. wait until the second Ghostbusters. one. Um. I recommend this movie. Oh, I yeah, recommend too. you. Oh, I yeah, recommend definitely. you watch it again if you, if you can stay awake. Yeah, I'm gonna go home and watch it. One hundred percent. I enjoyed it when I watched it. It's Man, fun. I yep. love. I loved it. It's a, and if you've not seen it, I don't know how. I mean, you obviously. Okay, first of all, I saw it for in its entirety almost a year or two ago for the first time. So, no judgment. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, people have lives, and life happens. First of all. Um, also, and I also, also, people have religious things that they don't allow electricity in their houses. I don't judge. Or things like you know, Justina or some, some people were in a coma for 40 years. I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the world. She, she's in her. Here's rump. a list of movies. We're just, um, we're just glad that she's now in her rump springer. <laughs> exactly. I get to leave. I know this because of a movie I've watched where I get to leave and just do whatever I want and then decide if I want to stay or not. I haven't decided yet. We'll see how it goes with the two uh, Star Trek movies. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to go back. She might go back I'm to show be like, I've decided <laughs> to give up this life. It has whales. It's great. Okay. It's whales and Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. I will say, me falling asleep has nothing to do with the quality of the movie. No, we, no. You're we're in the middle mom. of buying a house and stuff. We're very you're, tired. You're a busy yeah. We're all like, Sleep. You're very busy. Mom. You can tell when it's from like forty to five. I watched a hilarious movie the other day. What was that? 
Um, that one with um, Ryan Reynolds and The Rock <gasps> and Gal Gadot. The Red List? Yeah, it was red so good. Something. I don't think it was List. What was it? Red what? Um, I We saw it too. Yeah. It's on Netflix? Uh, yeah, it's a yeah. Netflix original. I cracked Red up. Notice. Red, red Notice. Red Notice. Yeah. I laughed good. so hard. We loved it too. It was great. Uh, the last movie movie I've watched is Ghostbusters Afterlife. And uh, I'll talk about that after we see the next one. I talked a little bit about it a couple weeks ago, but I like. Um, yeah. But well, by then I. Have I you, did you see it, Stephanie? Seen what? New, after, new Ghostbusters? No. We, we were going to go see it, and then we just didn't get time. We, we need to. Yeah. We need to make that happen. Yeah. I'd uh, like to see it, but I just haven't. Like I said, yeah. like you, I haven't had time. Yeah. yeah it's been crazy. Mm-hmm. I I tell you what I've been doing with my free time though, like Tell us, like Scotty. when I get home. Uh huh. Um. I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2, and all I've been doing on it is like just riding a horse. I was going to say, that's your cowboy I, uh, game, right? I just, right? I just ride this horse. You're just feeling real real needy for a horse ride? I know. I just would like it's good. That's it's, all you do is just ride a horse? I sometimes hunt, or I sometimes. It's like, I'll see me a boar. Right. Or I'll. Uh, and what's great about boars? in that game <laughs> uh-huh. is that you can skin them and get their animal fat and you can make explosive bullets with it. Ah. So then you could shoot a guy and he goes <laughs> ah. you're like ah boar fat. Right. So I'm like I need to I need to like spend a day so I can make a whole bunch of bullets. I need to do that. Nice. That That's what he's doing tonight. I'm just like, kidding. He's I, cutting this. And I got to edit this tonight. I recommend you watch Red Red Notice. It was, uh, yeah, it was a lot list. of fun. It's on, on the list. I'll probably I enjoyed um, it. probably Tuesday's probably when I get to it. But yeah, yeah Red Dead has been uh, Sometimes you need that though. Yeah, like that's all I wanted to do. Is like, I was like, like I had to make myself watch Ghostbusters, and I love Ghostbusters. Like, I got to get off the horse to watch Ghostbusters. <laughs> I, I did see that. Put up a screen on the side. I watched and that watch other Ryan that. Reynolds movie too. Free Guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, love Free Guy. Free Guy, also Free guy is so good. That Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is probably one of my favorite people ever. Mine too. Even <laughs> what's so funny is really when you think about it, he does kind of play the same character in every movie he makes. But it works. But it yeah. works. Every, and and it's he does. Well, he's just He's so just funny. Deadpool and everything. I think, I think, I think in this, he brings a lot to it because he is that guy in real right. life. Yeah. That he's just that nice, genuine guy that likes well, to have Canadian. fun. Well, he's Canadian. Yeah. You know, they yeah. say this so Hey, great. Ryan Reynolds, if you're listening, I'd like some chicken bones, please. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like a friendly also conversation. Also, like, like a shout-out Coffee tweet. Date. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, this Bye, is, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> this Have is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. Bye.